Good hello and welcome, warmly welcome to Viv and Miles's Infinite Watchlist Top 100 Horror Films. I am Miles. <laughs> and I am Viv. Yes. Hey, oh, guys. Spooky. Spooky. Uh, spooky. 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 Yes. And this episode, we're going to fly, 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 fly. Uh-oh. 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 Fly, 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 fly. We're going to sissy that walk mm. because we are discussing the fly 1986 version. Yes. I saw this at the movie theater. Oh. Back 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 in the 80s when I was a mere adolescent. Mm-hmm. That must have been spooky ooky. That must it was been. yeah, it it it, it scared it, it, I don't know that it scared me as much as it grossed me out. Yeah, it's a gross film. Yeah. It's a it's yeah. David Cronenberg who is the king of body horror. So if yeah. you are not nauseous at some point watching a David Cronenberg film, I think he would take it personally. He wouldn't be pleased. Okay. He likes that. Yeah. In uh well, last year the... I'm sorry. Oh God. last year was twenty twenty two. Oh. <laughs> sorry. How's Alexa making a little cameo? With our extra special guest, Alexa. What? Say her name anymore. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what does she want? Oh, well, I was about to say, last year <laughs> in 2022, yes. he had a movie called Crimes of the Future that debuted at, um, I think it was Cannes Film Festival, and people walked out of it because they were so grossed out and horrified. Horrible. Why does he have that? He still has it. Mm. I'm not sure we want it, but he has it, apparently. (laughs) That's unpleasant. How dare you? He is a master of horror. That's, that's, I'll be the judge of that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel like you were, you explained last episode at the end that this is a remake and you said you thought it was the best. Indeed. Indeed, it is a remake. And actually, um, apparently in 1987, Jeff Goldblum, um, was it Jeff Goldblum? Um, no, actually, it was an interview in 1987 with Vincent Price, who was in the original uh, Fly from like... The horror himself, yeah. <laughs> Correct. The big daddy himself. He said that when this film was released, Jeff Goldblum wrote him a letter saying, I hope you like it as much as I liked yours. Oh. Um, which is so sweet, right? That's super sweet. And uh, Vincent Price said he was really touched by the letter and he composed a reply and he actually went to see the film. Um, And he described the film in his letter back, you know, it's wonderful right up to a certain point. (laughs) And then, and I quote, it went too far. Ah, well, I completely agree. Vincent Price is correct. That Ah, is correct. Do you know, Vincent Price is like a different era. We haven't touched a film with him for about 
a year. <laughs> it's long. Correct. Yeah, I think I think we've graduated from Vincent Price horror. He's to, a like much a much tamer a tamer variety. Uh, uh, yeah, he's like a classier type of horror. Yeah. Not yeah. the I need to sleep with the lights on now for a week horror. No, not the my ears about to drop off horror. Correct. Not that I'm gonna vomit on this food and then suck it back up. Yeah. On horror. Yeah. Um, and have you seen the original one with Vincent Price? Yeah, a long time ago. He doesn't play the guy who turns into the fly. He plays like I think his brother or his brother-in-law. But yeah. it's like that famous scene where like he gets stuck in the in the spider web, and he's like, <laughs> "Ooh, yeah." That's in that film as well. Wow. So because he actually. A- it's tiny like a fly where this one is a fly that's the size of Jeff say, to be honest that's what i imagined when i first heard about this but or that he would be a fly but massive i didn't expect what we got that's the difference the mix the mix <laughs> i'm not sure what the hell it is but just to set us up mm-hmm. set us up set us up um in this movie we meet steph who is a very private inventor and he has come up with this teleporting machine he hopes and Mm -hmm. he is close close to success and he's practicing out um things and and really wants this to be something that's going to revolutionize the world and it's going to be his genius and meanwhile he meets veronica we have just had a veronica last week i know this is a, a full adult veronica this Veronica comes in the form of Miss Gina Davis mm-hmm. and um, he meets her and they form a romance and she wants to report it. She wants to, she doesn't just want to report it as a one-off. She, they, he says, well, or she does, but he says, how about we make this into a thing where you record and, and you, you say, you know, you did the whole thing. So that instead of just announcing it as a one-off, we can give the whole package. And through that, a romance starts, and then we see things get completely out of control. <laughs> Correct. I think that's that's a way of putting it. That's a beautiful <laughs> setup. Um, Thank you. They yeah. are a very attractive couple. Let's start with that. They are, and they were a couple back in the 80s. They were married for a while. Huh? <gasps> No. So yeah, so they were beautiful on and off screen. During the film, were they married? I think they m- might have met during the film, and then they say. they got together during the film, and then they were married. This was and then a they very did a not so good film together. Their second venture into working together was uh, Earth Girls Are Easy. Oh, not yeah. not as good as this one. <laughs> that title doesn't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeff plays this alien. They're covered in fur. Like, I think he was a blue one. And then Jim Carrey is one of the other aliens. It's wow. not a good movie at all. But yes. They they went too far. They went way too far. They should have just said no. We're good. Yeah, we did. We're, we're good. And there's a lot of hair between them. The 80s provides a lot of hair with both. It's a lot of puffy, puffy hair. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, he's a he's a kind of interesting character, Seth, because he's, I mean, 
whether we can believe this for Jeff Goldblum, but his character is a bit of a kind of almost Mr. Bean. He has like the same, the bit where she looks at his wardrobe is very Mr. Bean because he like has the same suit in about seven. Right. It's the same. There's not even different <laughs> colors. It's like literally just it's the same outfit. Out, yeah, one for Monday, one for Tuesday, one for Wednesday, Wednesday. And he kind of is, he describes himself as a bit of a loner. He just basically spends his whole time coming up with this invention. Right. He's yeah. like a, like a, a genius so he like doesn't have the social piece altogether yeah yeah but he's a genius hollywood star because most correct he's a genius that looks like jeff goldblum people who yes. live on their own in the house and don't do anything don't look like generally don't have that look <laughs> generally they're not as sexy as jeff goldblum they don't have no. like an eight pack jeff goldblum yeah. yes and they don't have his Charisma, unique charisma, talent. Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah, you're very, very right. This is a 1980s Hollywood, Hollywood. version of like a, a nerdy genius. Exactly. And uh, Miss Gina Davis is very, she's adorable. She's cute. Very oh, cute. yeah. This is prime Gina Davis years for sure. This is like what she um, was in everything. We talked, I think we mentioned it last last week off air that when Gina Davis was on Graham Norton last year advertising her memoirs she talked about this film and she said how she had to warn her parents before they watched it <laughs> yeah and I think they were more concerned about the sex scenes and what else happened they were like wait right. what's happening here like why is our daughter biting him right. on screen what's happening <laughs> and why am I seeing my daughter's side breasts Yes, I mean, they're, and they're very tame sex scenes, but you know, yeah. still for parents to watch. I think for the time, probably they were pretty racy, yeah. you know. Exactly, yeah. And uh, her situation is that she's coming out of a marriage with a very um, controlling, creepy guy. Who <laughs> oh, is also her publisher in the magazine her she works at, which is like, girl. Yeah. Don't poop where you eat. Yeah. Don't you should know better. Your, don't dip your nib in the office ink. Exactly. That's another that's a much nicer way of saying it. Well, I thought so. And working in theatre, I have seen a lot of nibs in the ink. I can yes. tell you now. That happens yes. all the time. <laughs> yes. So yes. Sometimes successfully, but mm. a lot of times not so much depends but anyway um and so she yeah, she's she's got that going on and she meets they meet each other at a party at the beginning they're at some sort of I it's the it's the company that he's doing research for and she was sent because she worked for like some science magazine she was there covering trying to find a story about yeah. what that company's doing right exactly and they kind of meet there and I think she initially sees this situation as like, oh, wow, I'm going to get a great story out of this. This is amazing. And he begs her, please, this is, I'm, we're not ready. I'm on the brink, but we're not there yet. Right. Because as we see, as he demonstrates, because it goes back to her house, and this ain't no normal house visit because he has these huge pods. To his in the house. Room, yeah. To his, his house. house. Yeah. yeah. These are not, it's not a normal visit. <laughs> right. 
No, that's a mention that then he is like, well, I guess it's the second time when they decide to record it that he breaks out the baboon that apparently he just yeah, gets they must have baboons. Been I mean, apparently he just has a, an endless supply of baboons that he can make explode in his little experiment. No, no, yeah, which that's... is very upsetting to me. <laughs> what would Peter like, say about this? It's not ideal. I'm like, yeah. you, if one of them exploded, maybe maybe stop putting live things in there. I don't know. Yeah, when he says to it's him, one of the baboons, I'm so sorry what happened to your brother. Yeah, I'm so yet? sorry I fucking made your brother explode. But now you get in because you're next. <laughs> right. Well, and here's a story about it's, it's the same baboon playing all the baboon parts, by the way. They only have the one. His name was Typhoon. <laughs> Typhoon the baboon, oh. and apparently oh. he was not an actor or t- or trained or tamed. He was just straight up a baboon. Um, oh, wow! That they they got, I guess, from a zoo or something. And the wrangler, the baboon wrangler, um, David Cronenberg said that um, at one point there was a flash in one of the pods that the baboon was in. And the baboon went nuts and broke the entire, like, broke the door of the thing, of the hinges. Wow. And he said, luckily, the baboon created a, a like, the between the Wrangler and Jeff, Jeff Goldblum is 6'4". So they were saying that it, 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 it re, um, responds to someone more dominant. So Jeff Goldblum was able to stand in front of it and it just mm-hmm. backed down. And so right. he created a relationship with Jeff Goldblum, and David Cronenberg well, um, says, "Luckily, nobody's face was torn off because Jeff was yeah. pretty good with a baboon." Well, because also there's one scene where the baboon literally like hugs Jeff, like yeah, he's really, like holding him, yeah, like, the, like he's you can see they've they've built a relationship, right yeah, there. yeah. And also, who would not want to hug Jeff Goldblum then or yes. now? Why would you not want to? Yes. Because he was very sexy then, and now he's such a cool yes. silver fox. Like he, is and he was the like the, when he starts turning into a fly. You know, maybe not, but before, absolutely. And he now, when you, he kind of reminds me of um, I put him in the same bracket. This is random, but I put him like with Stanley Tucci, the kind of person that every time you see them, they mm-hmm. just look cool. They've just got that, yeah something about. I can them see that. Yeah, it's really chilled and groovy <laughs> so that has to describe it they're just kind of like yeah i don't know what it is there's something about them that's just very they're just, i think they're just naturally cool people like i feel like yeah. jeff goldblum is not worried about being cool he just is he who just he is, is. which that is kind of cool. makes him cool you know that is cool exactly completely agree with that yeah mm-hmm. so we were we discussed personally last week if we now go on to the character of her soon-to-be ex-husband, there is lots of issues here with how Gina Davis slash Veronica is treated in this film by the men. Mm-hmm. They really, it's not good. I agree. <laughs> I not agree. Good yeah. It goes from one. I mean, to be fair, he is nice to her until he starts going completely you know starts putting himself through machines that is that's the down point <laughs> but uh, i don't know it doesn't take, it doesn't yeah, take long before he's jealous and yeah. angry with her and he's barely 
they've barely had any time together and already I mean, they've, been, they've known each other for two whole days before he's like where were you and were you with <laughs> Stavis or whatever his name was and I'm like yeah. okay slow down dude you've known her for two two days calm down yeah maybe they're trying to allude to the fact that this guy just doesn't know how to interact with people if he spends most of his time no it just feels like a bit let's say veronica just seems to just not have the best judgment when it comes to fellas no exactly no so yeah as we've alluded to already he experiments with the baboon he's trying to the pods are like a different section parts of the room and obviously the idea is that they teleport from one to the other. And unfortunately for the baboon, it doesn't go so well. And that's the first icky gooey moment mm. of the film. You see the yeah. like <laughs> looks like it just, of intestines or something. Yeah, it's it just kind of explodes into him. I mean, he explains that the machine turned the baboon inside out. So that's what we're seeing. It's kind of like pulled inside out like a sock. Lovely. Um, because how the machine moves things is that it it breaks it down to like this the atoms of it, but they're like the most basic, and then reconstructs it in the other pod. But mm. for some reason, he's saying like he can do inanimate things, but the machine can't deal with the flesh. The flesh is yeah. kind of confusing the machine. Yeah, because if he puts a flower or. Well, not even a flower. If he puts yeah, like a book or something, yeah, fly to the other, yeah, exactly, yeah. So, but then when she is and at one, she's gone back to the ex-husband because she's trying to negotiate and tell him not to, because he's got wind of this story and he wants to just break it straight well, away. She gave him wants... she she gives him the story originally, and he says yeah. no. I'm not, this is just like a guy that you think is cool and I'm not publishing it. But then when he finds out she's with him, then he sends her the, the magazine with the, him as a cover story after right. he has said, I don't want you to publish this until, you know, there's something to publish. Yeah, yeah. so he, she's trying to deal with that. And then this is the night where where Seth decides it's not acceptable that she's been away for so long. So he gets a little drunk. And he lands in June. Oh, she doesn't land in June. Well, before before he goes in there, he does um, figure out how to get around the flesh problem with a steak. Remember, like he puts a, a piece of the steak. Yes. And he and he adjusts it so that yeah. then the steak is transported. So he feels like he, it fixed the the flesh issue. Yes. Was fixed. Yeah, she's yeah. a bit suspicious of eating that steak afterwards. I'm not surprised. She's oh, like it. Tastes kind of artificial. <laughs> yes. I know. Like you said, it doesn't taste like normal steak. It reminds me yeah. of like if you have like a corn steak or something, like a you know, a veggie. Right. She's like, it tastes like a, <laughs> like fake. And wasn't that nice of him to give her that steak? <laughs> <laughs> That's a rough date. Very rough date. But yes, then but then, so after all that, when she's away. And he has a drink or two. He decides, you know what? I'm going to strip off and I'm going to get in that. Let's just go for it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it works, we think. Well, it, it visually it works. I mean, it, um, it technically it worked. He just didn't know that it a fly. Definitely. 
had yeah. gotten in with him. And we see this fly buzzing about in general for a bit when the baboon's mm-hmm. there and as it keeps sort of getting in the way. Yeah. In a, in a usual fly-like manner that they tend to do. And, but then this is going to cause a lot of problems, obviously. Right. And we kind of see it as the viewer. We see the computer mm. where it breaks down. It says, you know, Brundle, and then it identifies the fly, and then it breaks it down. And then it, when it reconstituted, it says fusion completed so we know it fused both genetic materials into the one person yeah but he doesn't know he doesn't know he comes out feeling on top of the world yes he's like Woo-hoo. yeah and he says this before that he says oh it's such a shame that she's missed this and you feel like saying well you could have waited a few minutes but anyway you could have just waited for her to come back Especially as she was supposed to be recording the whole thing. Although I think he does set up a tripod or something at this stage. I think mm. it is record. Everything's being recorded for prosperity. Yes. Um, but yeah, the side, the beginning side effects. See, he goes completely superhuman mm-hmm. and has energy beyond belief. He has strength beyond belief, stamina beyond belief. <laughs> mm, yeah, she's like, dude, I'm, she's I need a break. Happening. Yeah, and he's there's this whole scene where he's like suddenly turned into an acrobat and he's swinging around. They must have had a lot of, I'm guessing, a lot of stunt doubles. Yeah, going sure. I'm sure they like, yeah. Swinging off one of those handlebar things and leaping about. And he's always like, like someone who's just taken lots of, lots of whatever, taken Simulants. some drug and they're yeah. completely, yeah, they're completely high as a car. Like, oh, God, what are we going to do next? Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she, and, at one point, he had a, he had a cut on his back. And then all of a sudden, yeah. this like very Ooh, yeah. thick, like hair is growing out of it. And she's like, what is this? And she Ooh. cuts some of them. Because she's like, this is weird. Yeah. Um, and it's like, this hair doesn't seem like... Right. Usual. Right. It's not the usual kind of body hair that you'd expect. It's like wire. It's like really tough. Mm-hmm. He rolls onto like a little... Mach- like a little... Oh, like a computer chip thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's what does it. That's what... That's right. His many hours of relentless lovemaking that he can do. Right. Because he feels complete. <laughs> that, that, she's like oof Lord give me strength yeah <laughs> and he's like I feel so alive I'm so alive let's keep and doesn't he does he go through doesn't he go through again just to give like a boost I feel like he does it more than once yeah and then he's pushing her to do it like yeah, he wants her to do it and she's it. like I don't want to do it and yeah. and he's like well fine that's- screw you I'm gonna find somebody that's brave and and he, like, kind of walked out on her. Yeah, this is when things start to go wrong, which he's massively yeah. wrong. Cause massively he's wrong, yeah. his, his, He's losing his mind. Yeah. <laughs> yep, it's, yep, uh, yep. And that's yeah. when he goes to that bar Ooh. and tries to pick up that woman and ends up arm-wrestling the guy and breaking his wrist. Yeah, that, that's really, like, really... The bone just comes right out. Mm, and what so... I find interesting is that the woman still goes home with him. 
Even though she just saw him break somebody's arm straight up. Yeah. Yeah. That should be a red flag. A big one. She hasn't seen... I mean, at least she's divorcing the first husband. I guess she must... She no, not not Gina Davis. I'm talking about the woman in the bar. Oh, right. Sorry. Goes home with him after she saw him break oh, the man's yeah. arm Sorry, in front of her. That's when she goes home. He goes home with. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Of course. No, I forgot. Yeah, because that's right. He brings her back because he's not getting enough. Gina's not providing enough right um, attention. <laughs> There's also and a that, very unpleasant quote yeah. when she says to him, "How do you have any fluid left in your body?" I'm like, oh, <laughs> That's a lovely quote right there. Beautiful. <laughs> and so when, when Veronica comes back and the woman is there with him, that's mm. when the most famous line from this film oh, happens. Yeah. Yes. Where she tells the woman, be afraid. Be very afraid. Yeah. Can I just say, though, I find it odd that this is a hugely famous quote, right? And it's mm-hmm. used in different different contexts. Now, of all the films we've seen, of all the moments, the way she says it, I have to say, is very subdued. Like, for what <laughs> for the magnitude of this this quote has become, and that happens a lot, yeah. doesn't it? You know when things get, like, yeah. blown out of proportion and then when you look at the yeah. original, you're like, oh. Like, she kind of goes like, be afraid, be very afraid. Whereas, I've heard films where people are like, no, be afraid, be very afraid. Like, yes. Actually, kind of tell you, when she says it, it's like, oh. Yeah. I mean, it fits but, the scene, but it just be the the porn has become so famous. Yeah, yeah, it's a great line yeah. as well. It's fantastic. Like I said to you last week, I particularly remember the Vicar of Dibley saying it in a very funny way in a Christmas episode. Yeah, but I had no idea where it was from, so now I know. Yeah, it's one of those that it became part of pop culture, kind of like the Poltergeist line: "They're here." Yeah. Like that became part of just pop culture and it's right. referenced yeah. so many times and so many things. Yeah. 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 Be afraid. Be very afraid. <laughs> and he's visually looking rough as well. Like his oh, skin yeah. is changing, color is becoming like, um, well, what's I don't know. It's becoming, I don't even like, know how to describe it. Like grayish. Like he grayish. just looks, he looks ill he looks like she says that terribly he wrong. smells bad and he's mm-hmm. getting more and more of these hairs that are coming now mm-hmm. so yeah things are um right. this, is, this she... is like the last point before things get grim grim this is like right. medium mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and then <ew. laughs> right things get icky wicky it, she she tells him that she had the hair analyzed because it was so weird and they couldn't figure out they said clearly like one thing that came back was this is not human hair yeah, and, they say and, it's like some sort of insect right, they said it's like insect hair but um, he doesn't pay attention to her at that moment no no, not, he's, no. he's gone beyond <laughs> there's no reasoning with you yeah. about anything. Yeah, and, and the, the um, metamorphosis of, of Jeff Goldblum into this creature is stomach stomach turning. Um yeah. We get like spots bursting, teeth coming out, nails like falling like the nails is the part that I cannot watch. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen this movie a few times and I cannot 
I have yet to keep my eyes open through that whole thing where he's peeling off his nails. And then he even has, like, in his medical cabinet, he has, like, all these different things that have fallen off. Body parts that have fallen off of him. Because, like, a whole ear comes off while he's talking to her at one point. Like, just slides right off. Well, Gina Davis has said that David Cronenberg did not tell her that ear was going to fall off. So they're doing this intense scene because this is when she comes back after not seeing him for a while. And she sees that he's really looking like something is terribly wrong. (laughs) And and he is also realizing something has gone terribly wrong. Yeah. He's no longer like aggressively, you know, like I'm fine. He's like something's yeah. And so they're having a really intense moving moment between them because she's crying and, and like not knowing what to do. And as they're talking, his ear literally like slides, slides down his face and just plops down. And so Gina Davis has said that she was not told this was happening. So her reaction in that moment is Gina Davis's reaction like, to that moment. And nice. And she said that it was the only time in the movie that she was so grossed out that she thought she was going to throw up because she has to hold him and she has to put her face next to that gooey stuff where the ear fell off. And it is all very gooey looking. And then he like he's vomiting everywhere as well. Right, because that's how flies eat. They vomit. Mm And the acid in the vomit melts away what the food is, and then they suck it back up. <laughs> so now he's he's doing this quite efficiently, yeah. where he just like goes, Bram! and this white vomit just falls and melts whatever it is, uh, yeah. which comes it's back over. in the end. Also, he uses wow. the vomit more uh, aggressively in the towards the end of the film. Yeah. Well, yeah, he uses it as like a tuition because he's like, let's turn this into a, in the video, he's like teaching people, this is what happens. And you're well, like, yeah, oh. but he also uses it to melt somebody's arm and foot off. Oh, you're talking about that bit, yes. Yes. Yes, that's unpleasant as well. That's yeah. Really... Yeah, it's not. Like now, it's bad enough when flies land on your food anyway, but now I'm like, hell no. That's yeah, you don't want flies. They're disgusting. Yeah. No, no, thank you. Yeah, so it's really, it gets rougher and rougher. And then he starts to be able to, um, as we've seen before, ceiling action. He starts to be able to, like, climb mm-hmm. up the ceiling. Right, he can walk like, like a fly walks, yeah. Like a fly, yeah. So every time she comes yeah. around, it's more and more disturbing. And of course, he never leaves the house. So there's just piles of takeaway Ugh. and stuff everywhere and food stuff. and Takeaway that's stick. been vomited on and then, like, melted yeah. into... Blah. And, and now and there's like uh now he knows like because he went back into the computer and pulled out the file he knows that he's becoming that the dna of the fly is taking over right as opposed to the opposite yeah. yeah yeah and of course a big problem we haven't discussed is the fact that she realizes that she's pregnant yes she has a, a real um tough moment when she realizes that of course. Well, and then she has been a horrible dream about it. Which is like alien style, I believe. Where she, <laughs> she, like, she's dreaming that she's giving birth and what comes out of her is a maggot, like a gigantic 
like maggot in the yeah. Look, I can't well, believe I after this film. The way the gynecologist in that scene is the director David Cronenberg. That's it's like a little Hitchcock. A little Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? That's great. Yeah. I love that. I love and so after that, that dream, really disgusting moment to pop yeah. up. That's when he really. It's really yeah. gross. And so she wakes up in a panic and she immediately goes to her ex's house and says, I need to get an abortion. Like right now, I need to terminate this pregnancy. Like at this very moment, it's the middle of the night and they're calling a doctor and he's like in the middle of the night. And they're like, well, there's circumstances. Mm, Hard to explain. Uh, And he goes like in the (laughs) middle of the night and he goes, please, this is a favor I'm asking you. If you knew why, you'd be like, okay, that's all right. He's like, I, I would love to explain to you why, but I don't know that you have the capacity to understand what's happening. <laughs> right. Yeah. But then it's very dramatic when she's in the mm-hmm. hospital or clinic or wherever. The next right. thing he comes smashing through the window. <laughs> yes. Mr. Fly himself sweeps her away. And it is like, it's amongst all the ickiness, it is sad because obviously. Yeah. They had such potential as a romance, and it could have, if it had gone the right way, they mm-hmm. could have been a very happy couple having a baby right. with a huge invention and everything going great. And yeah. now he's like, he's like, on top of that, I'm disappearing, and now you're going to get rid of my legacy. Like, this is right, like, the, only, my... the only chance I may have to become human again, right. which is what he proposes to her is that they go into the pod and then merge into one him like, her and the baby i'm like that's a no yeah. for me dog that's a hard that's a hard no that's a, <laughs> that's do you know i'm gonna i'm not even gonna have time to think about that it's just it's not no yeah it's a hard pass my friend that's but thank you so much for suggesting it yeah thank you for thank thinking you. of me but no i'm, yeah. I'm not saying no Thank you and come again. (laughs) Goodbye. Yes. So now Um, it's like the big moment because then Stathis comes to try to save Veronica. mm -hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because this is what we talked about before was that how he's kind of like a villain through the film, really. This um, ex, because he's like, you know, he's obviously treated Gina badly. He's abusive. controlling he's abusive and now we're supposed to go like oh hero exactly he's still a dick i know the funny thing is even at this stage i was like i still prefer the half situation in the corner (laughs) i was saying that i will say that early on with the bit before i knew how much ridiculous with the beard and there was like a bit of a shower scene i was like he's he's a bit of a snack he's you know before i realized you know he's horrible things yeah before i knew what, what was happening with him obviously yeah well and this is i i take a lot of issue with this whole the, the way this whole pants out because he comes in with a shotgun and at this point there's very little jeff goldblum left he's he's barely. this creature now barely any. and barely any human left and um he he ends up vomiting on his hand and the hand completely melts off because it's like acid and so the gun falls and then he ends up vomiting on his ankle and his foot like completely melts off like his ankle 
So now he has no hand, no foot. Right. And yet somehow David Cronenberg did not feel that it would be believable for Veronica to save herself. No. And it makes me angry because at that point it should have been her mm. who, who did it and who like saved the other guy even though he doesn't deserve to be saved but you know. Yeah. But no, this this guy is like crawling because like, you know, Seth gets Veronica into one of the pods to merge them and uh, and so this poor guy without the hand, without the foot is like crawling, trying to grab this shotgun to shoot the pod so at least it breaks the connection. Yeah. And I'm like, really? Do we still need the man to save her? Like, she is capable. At this point, she's more capable than the two men in the room. One is turned into a fly and the other one has no hand or foot. Yeah. And, she and still we still like can't have her save the day. Home. She looks the same. Girl. Just perhaps a little flustered. Yeah. But I will is... say this, and you won't get this reference until we get to the top 10, but she's no okay. Ellen Ripley. That's all I'm saying. Do you know who that is, though? You do? Look at isn't you. It, isn't it Sigourney Weaver in Alien? It is. I'm so proud of you. I know my public um, You won't find Miss Ellen Ripley waiting for someone to save her. Yeah, no, no, there's no way. I can. I even know that before I've, <laughs> before I've seen yes. it. Yes. That scene enrages of... me. I'm sorry. I just went off with that. No, I, I agree. Just me. But what is kind of well, uh, there's nothing sweet about any of this, but I guess there's still the moment where even when she knows, she does have to shoot him because this is really out. And mm-hmm. even Jeff Goldblum's whatever's left of the fly is saying, do it, I can't, this is it, now please, right. put me out of my misery. She's still, right. even though she's looking at this creature, it's like, but that still is the person I was really in love with and having a great right. time with and having the it's best sad scene ever. Correct. <laughs> and and it's not until the the creature, the fly, the brundle fly, as he calls it eventually, the yeah. brundle fly, grabs the barrel of the shotgun and puts it to its head, like kind of letting her know, please do this. You know, that she doesn't. But Ugh, very that's sad. Of, that's all the sad and disgusting and everything all in one right there. Very sad. But she finished. Before that, she does do that bit that I actually, like, went a bit forward to when he kind of like gets her to film him teaching people this is what the fly yes, does. Yes, yes, yes. Kind of, he kind of like goes, well, at least I've mm-hmm. got this. I'm going to have this. He realizes the legacy could be there because this will be shown. And Right. Yeah. He was like, well, at least like people can see what happens, right? When, yeah. As I'm becoming this thing. Yeah. It's worth a Nobel Prize. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Even if you can't it accept a, it, it's a, and you kind of can't help but wonder what happens if the film was to continue. What's the next step? Does the film get released? Does it? Um, right. Does he become a legend? Does this? Do they start to use this machine, or is it banned for eternity because of what it's done? Like you know, they right. could have been easily been the next step. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot of potential. Does it? Do we know where it's set? Because 
I noticed a space needle. That's the only thing I could yeah, notice. Yes, it's, it's in Seattle. It's in Seattle. Seattle, yeah. So like Fraser's mm -hmm. space needle yes. is opening credits. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Because it wasn't particularly clear, but that at one point I was like, yeah, oh. I think there's a, there's at some point you see something that right. lets you know they're in Seattle. Okay. But um, yeah. yeah. So yeah. So oof, that was a lot, but I'm, you know, despite all the icky 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 i still enjoyed might be the wrong word but you know i appreciate it i appreciate mm -hmm. it i think they help jeff and gina help things because yeah. for the first half before it goes disgusting it's very watchable for the first bit anyway yeah. <laughs> and kind of and it's, intriguing it's um it's a good story as well i think that's why yeah. it works in a way um and this is hilarious because Mel Brooks is one of the producers of this film. Really? Yes. And he said that he didn't want people to know he was one of the producers. So they kind of kept that on the lowdown because he thought if his name is attached and people are knowing that his name is attached, they're going to be going expecting it to be funny. Right. They're gonna um, think and it's funny, a... it is not. <laughs> no. And if it is, it's not on purpose. <laughs> Correct. But according yeah. to David Cronenberg, the the very famous line of "Be afraid, be very afraid" came out of Mel Brooks um, when he was discussing how the character should react to um, to Seth's transformation. So wow. Mel Brooks said she should be afraid. She should be very afraid, and that's where that line came from. Oh my goodness! That's great. I, really that. I yeah. love that. I never would have known there was yeah. any connection before. Wow. Yeah. And has there been a remake again since? So there was, there hasn't been a remake, I don't believe, but there's, there was a sequel, well, Son of sequel. the Fly. Yeah. Because oh. in the sequel, oh. the the child is born, played by Eric oh. Stoltz. And he is a normal child for most of his childhood. And then as a teenager, he's the transformation starts happening is gina davis in that one no no so you just see the sun you just um, see the sun who is being like who just... is it's he's being raised by the corporation that seth brundle was working for they right they take the baby from her and they are studying him right. so he kind of grows up in that environment kind of world i mean i did kind of think it would lend to a sequel yeah. quite easily Wow. Um, also, at the time this film came out, it was 1986, was, you know, in the middle of the AIDS epidemic. So a lot of critics um, drew a parallel between that, like that transformation was kind of an allegory to the devastation of AIDS um, on a body. And uh, David Cronenberg said he was surprised, uh, but that he, it, his intention was also to have kind of a metaphor for for a disease like cancer or a terminal illness that takes its toll on your body. And so yeah. it makes sense that at that time that was yeah, yeah, yeah. what was happening in the world. So it became the, Yeah, that was kind the big of, thing. Yeah. Gosh, interesting. And it yeah. also kind of feel like it it explores the idea of people wanting more you know he it wasn't he wasn't mm -hmm. satisfied until he was going to be 
the most famous person, the inventor, and the, he he was not content. He had to keep going, keep going, keep right, going. Right, right, right. Kind of leads to this, you know, madness. Right. And also the, you know, you're you're tampering with nature. You're tampering with God. With right. Nature, which All those questions, right. Like, it, yeah. Do yeah. we have the right for genetic engineering and all these things yeah. that we are doing? Well, what does it What does it do to the system? Like, where does it? Where, mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> where does it end? A thing, what does it do to life's? You know, how does it? Mm-hmm. Work? Yeah, it's a lot of, but it's yeah, yeah. It just shows this sort of. So it's, it's interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, wow! I finally seen the fly. So I would you say know? that. Um, it's not so much uh it is scary for sure but i think it's more the ick factor that's the huge yeah. i think if there's an ick scale it's number it's 10 yeah but i think scare i think if we combine that with the scariness i think we're talking a seven maybe a solid okay. seven but yeah. you know that the eight i agree have... i agree the ick is higher than the scare for sure yeah but then you can kind of say icky is scary, really. It's the same. It's giving you the same feeling. So it's, yeah, I put it in the same bracket. So let's say a solid seven. Okay. All right. Period. Period. <laughs> Period. Boots. Yes. So that's the fly squashed. What's next? Squashed. <laughs> oh, I wow. see what you did there. So next did. time we're staying in the 80s, which is... Prime, oh, chef's kiss I'm of a decade. With, I'm fine with that. And we are going to introduce you to one of the most iconic 80s horror creations. You're going to get to meet Mr. Freddy Krueger because we're watching Ooh. A Nightmare on Elm Street, the original. Ooh. Oh boy. No, I definitely know who that is, even though I've never seen it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's. His fame precedes the... His, yeah, he's a very... That film, image is yeah. very... Ooh, what a brace yes. myself, I feel. Spooky. Right. Okay. Um, brace myself for Freddy. All right. Freddy, my love. I don't think it's going to be Freddy, my love. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be Freddy, your love at all. I hope not. Otherwise, something really is wrong. What's what's the <laughs> right said Fred song? Right said Fred. Oh, the right the one he says. Um, well, I have a cup of tea. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Not to mention right, right said, said Fred, Fred is. Well, yes. Too sexy. Too sexy for sure. Yes. Well, we're too my, sexy for this podcast, so we should. Too sexy stay. for my pussy cats. Poor pussy. Okay, let's we stop now. Say goodbye. I'm not sure what's Bye. <laughs> Bye.